Episode 5 of the Dogs of War podcast is brought to you by Angry Browns fans, the greatest Browns-specific meme Instagram account ever conceived by man. Follow us on Instagram at Angry Browns fans and subscribe and rate the podcast Dogs of War on Spotify and iTunes. Let's go. 18 seconds left. He's got the snap. Back to pass. Up in the pocket. Shooting it long and deep. And it's picked up. They got it. Terrence Mitchell's got it. And it's all over here now. They can't take it away anymore. 11 seconds left to go. Mitchell takes the football. He's going to run it down to the best fans. The most patient fans in the league. Right to the dog pound. Up and in he goes. Check, check, check. Mike, 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 one, two, check. We're live. We live. How do you say five in Spanish? Cinco. Welcome to episode five, El Cinco, of the Dogs of War podcast, My Dogs of War. Kevin, how we doing, brother? I can't complain. Happy September. September 1st. Happy September. We are, dude, next Sunday. This is bittersweet, right? So Labor Day weekend on paper is the official end of summer. But it's game one, game one. It's week one of the NFL. It, it, it is unfortunate that summers have to end, but the blow is softened with the start of the NFL weekend. I'll take it any day of the week. I remember when we traded for OBJ back in March. I was like, this is going to be the longest six months ever, but this shit flew by. Here we are. Oh, yeah. We are ready to rock. The Cleveland Browns dynasty is about to begin its reign of conquest, as is our podcast. Our preseason game against Detroit, we were victorious on Thursday night. Can't complain. Three and one. Preseason is over with. Thank God Almighty. No, even though injuries. not one starter played. Yeah, and got to protect them. But a lot of guys were playing for their job. Some were successful, some were not. Yeah, we we lost a good one. We lost a legend. The end of the story in Cleveland of Damon Sheehy Giuseppe. Nothing but respect. Well, I t- tip my cap. While he didn't make the team, he still has a hell of a story and will forever be a legend in Cleveland folklore. His mom just tweeted today, actually, that it's all love to the Browns because without this opportunity, he wouldn't have had the chance for a second opportunity. He's going to be all right. Mr. He'll be at a practice squad somewhere. Yeah. Or maybe even a roster. Who knows? Yeah, he's doing better than I am. Doing better than me, too. And he was homeless a few weeks ago. Yeah, so Giuseppe, good luck to you, young man. Proud to have you on the team, sort of. Other uh, notable cuts, hate to say it, Seth DeValve. He was a veteran. He played hard for this team. And it sounds like he's going to Jacksonville. They picked him up today. I hope all the best for him. Braxton Miller, nobody really knew what was going on there. A lot of people were confident he was going to make the team Yeah, he, as of a few days ago, but he got cut as well. He was here for like a week, right? A lot of people are saying that this was his maybe last chance to get on an NFL roster. Uh, he was a Buckeye legend. Braxton Miller, wherever you go, good luck, Godspeed. Now, let's have some good news here. Good Just news. Just this thing up. The Scottish Hammer. Scottish Hammer let's is go. officially a Cleveland Brown. He made the cut. We cut our punter and kicker from last year. Britton Colquitt, he was the basis of the Cleveland Browns offense for many years and best of luck to you Mr. Colquitt but in the spirit as Kevin said of 
positive outlook, we have a guy on the team who is jacked that kicks punts, and his nickname is the Scottish Hammer. Welcome to the Dog Pound. I actually made a power move yesterday on Instagram. Once it was announced that he's on the team, I asked the Instagram followers to follow him, tag him, and say, we want you on the podcast. Yeah, because he has like 5,000 followers. we got to up that game a little bit for him. We want you on the podcast. I consider the movie Braveheart an easy top five for Mel Gibson all-time greatest movies, and Mel Gibson is the only Hollywood movie star that I recognize, so we got to get the Scottish Hammer on this podcast someday. The dude actually makes hard hits if he needs to on the punt returns, and he's a stud, and he boomed that 75-yard punt we were talking about a couple weeks ago. He's going to be a key asset. As we enter week one of the most anticipated Brown season of all time. Literally all time. At least in the last 20 years. I think it might be all time, dude. We need to hear from the Muni Law payphone before we start and go any further. So without further ado, cue it up. Leave a message. Leave a message. Hey, 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 shut up over there. Hey, hey, how y'all doing? It's, uh, Terry again. Um, I, it's Sunday. We are seven days out from the start of a marvelous season, and I cannot wait. We're big home favorites against the Titans. We'll wipe the floor with them. But I just want all our guys to be healthy and everyone have a great time. Go Browns. What's up, Angry Brown fans? I am calling from Scotland, actually the same town as the Scottish Hammer, and I am very happy that he's been signed to the roster as a punter. I've been a fan since 2017, as I started watching football then. Obviously not the greatest decision back then, but it's working out now. So I just called to say, saying I'm very happy about Gillen being added to the roster and Go Browns. As always, thank you to everyone who called in the Munilap payphone. We're expecting big things this season, especially as week one kicks off here next weekend. That kid with the Scottish accent, you're a legend. Thank you for choosing the Browns, and thank you for doing you. You're the man. Without further ado, let's welcome on our next guest. Maybe our biggest guest ever, just because of how much respect we have for the woman. We cannot wait for you guys to hear our conversation coming up here with Megan Schilbert. Hoping we don't butcher it. These people are studs on and off the field. Buckle up. We now welcome on a very special guest, our first big guest of the Dogs of War podcast, Miss Megan Schilbert. Megan, how are you? Hi, I'm doing good. How are you guys? We're doing all right. Very well. Looking forward to talking to you here today. So again, thanks so much for coming on. Appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me. I feel special. <laughs> first things first, I have to ask, because I was just looking at your Instagram story. For those of you that don't know, Megan has a great Instagram. Oh, I thanks. Saw, I saw that you and Joe were at the Las Vegas of Ohio yesterday for the first time, put in bay Tell me all about that trip. It was a magical experience. I um, We were kind of looking for something to do this weekend. This weekend's always the worst weekend of the of the season because of cuts day obviously and it's so many changes happening so we kind of like to do something to get our mind off of that and not be like refreshing twitter every two seconds so we went to putin bay and i have some 
I have my aunt and uncle that live up in Detroit. So we met halfway, which is Hoon Bay. We took a ferry out there. We rented bikes and biked around the island. It was pretty fun. Um, was it just you two or you four? Who yeah, I was four. My aunt, uncle, and just Joe and I. So it was a fun little day. Was it a relatively sober trip to Putin Bay? Yeah. Yeah, oh, it we're was. We're... We're in season. That household is a dry house. That that makes sense. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm glad it was a relatively sober trip to Putin Bay. Quit trying to dry snitch. I'm just saying that's the first time I've ever heard of a sober trip to Putin Bay. It's uh, (laughs) there's a lot of families there. I don't think all they were drinking. Are not animals. (laughs) Soberts are not animals. (laughs) They are civilized people, and they, uh, yeah. I'm just saying it's the first time I've ever heard of it. Congrats. I'm not passing judgment on it speaking of congrats <laughs> if i if my internet stalking or searching did me well stalking. i believe you guys just had your one year anniversary correct yes um july? july 14th i was right nice dude congratulations <laughs> belated congratulations thank you and so no, i was looking at there's a lot of different blogs and you guys documented it very well on your instagrams your respective instagrams you and joe I got to say, Joe's really making the rest of us Cleveland guys look bad with the proposal underneath the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> he surprised like, the crap out of me. I did not think he was going to like bring a ring over to Europe and do that. That was just kind of, that was awesome. I was really yeah. proud of him. Well, well, yeah, <laughs> and now yeah. he says that that was like, he doesn't have to do any romantic gestures now for probably like the rest of our marriage because of that. I, I respect where he's coming from. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I mean, I do too. I <laughs> But I'm gonna say like now like every girl, every female in Cleveland have seen those pictures in those blog posts, and now like now we have to like step our game up. Now I'm saying it's yeah. from Cleveland, so yeah, thanks, you definitely Joe. do. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, like, buying, a, <laughs> buying a ring is a feat in itself. Now, I gotta, <laughs> now we got to go top an Eiffel Tower proposal because everyone sees all our our Browns players proposing under the Eiffel Tower. So <laughs> well, I just wanted to get that out of the way. That's the only that's the only qualm I have with Joe, your husband. So other than that, yeah, we're good. That's Joe. not a bad thing. He can give you some tips in the romantic department. He's pretty good. Nice. Yeah, I, I could. He'll be. He'll be the next guy, son. Yeah. Doesn't know that yet. <laughs> so, Megan, you are a dance instructor, correct? Yes. I you- found a job here right when I moved to Cleveland because, well, I wanted to teach dance, and I thought it would be. Um, a good job to kind of like a part-time thing just in case you know I never know when we first moved here like if we were gonna have to move and just like something simple to get involved and we moved into this place and I saw this dance studio across the street and I just like literally like sent my resume and I was like can I work here and she's like sure (laughs) so (laughs) it worked out and I've been dancing I've been teaching there and at their location in Medina now for this is gonna be my fourth year same with Joe's um, I teach pretty much everything, jazz, ballet, tap, hip-hop, lyrical. I don't know if you know all those, but <laughs> I teach everything to, like, I don't. kids, like, um, mostly high schoolers I teach, but all kind of ages of kids. The reason I bring it up is you posted a, a story on your Instagram one time showing uh, the routine of your students, and they were legit. I, I was legit legitimately impressed by it and oh good <laughs> well it got me thinking have you ever looked into choreographing a celebration for the defensive unit in the event that they get a pick or a mm-hmm. timely sack that is something i would love to put on my resume oh, hey, uh, have you ever choreographed routine for the defense i have it and now i'm gonna have to i 
that sounds like a great idea. I look at the offense always to do like they do things together, but the defense really should step it up. Yeah, I'm especially saying, this year. There's going to be like a million sacks. I mean, we can use our our listeners. I will tell them to give us ideas. Yes, we'll vet them if it's something that we perceive as doable and entertaining. We'll pass them along. Get your thoughts, and this could take the franchise to the next level. It really could. I'm totally down for this idea. I'm in too. We'll be dancing in the stands. Megan, you said you said you wanted to get involved, and great segue by you. Thank you, because I wanted to ask about how you and Joe get so involved with Cleveland. The reason why I love the show over it so much is because when you guys came to Cleveland, it was just clear that you guys just got it. Like, you guys just really seem to embrace the city. And I swear, every other Instagram post I see or everything from the Browns or from your guys' Instagram, you guys are at the food bank or Joe is at the hospital wearing his jersey with the kids. So I guess what are some of the things that you guys really enjoy doing that, you know, outside of the Browns facility or outside of, you know, your dance studio? We really love to go to the UH Rainbow Babies Children's Hospital. Um, We went there the first time back rookie year we dressed up in costumes all the rookies do it every year I think they dress up in costumes and go like surprise the kids with um trick-or-treating and that kind of stuff and we dress up as Batman and Catwoman and our costumes were actually really legit you can go back and look at that post that was a while ago but then ever since then we just kind of kept getting involved and we really just the nurses and like everything it's just so well run and clean and nice down there like it's awesome and what's actually cool is I've um, kind of became more connected because through like kids I dance with, like there's a lot of like families that you don't even know that have kids that are in the hospital. Like some kids that I even have taught and stuff, like you can just go visit them. And like, I don't know, once you start to get to know people, then like your network grows. So yeah, we've gone um, in the past, most Tuesday afternoons we've gone to, because that's like their off day, we've gone down to the hospital to see the kids. And then, yeah, we've done all their volunteer stuff with Browns Give Back and that kind of stuff. But just the things like on our own without the cameras is Joe's favorite oh, and my favorite because you don't have to like act. Like it feels like you're kind of putting on a show when there's a camera following you everywhere. And so when you can just do it like on your own, like it just feels better. Well, before we, got on the, before we got on the microphone, I was talking to Raleigh and I actually said it, it's very, very clear. And that's what I meant by you guys just get it, you know, just by embracing Cleveland is you guys seem to do this stuff because you legitimately enjoy it. You're not doing it just for the Instagram post or for you know, the, the blog post, you guys actually seem to really truly enjoy giving back and getting involved out there. So, um, that's awesome. We've made smoothies with them. We made slime with them. Like, it's just, it's just nice to get down there and get your mind off of things. What's your, I, what's your ideal smoothie? What's your smoothie go-to recipe? Somewhat of a smoothie connoisseur myself. Yes. I saw that one. The, you made a green smoothie, right? Yeah. It's uh, a, it is a specialty. Yeah. It's a pear spinach almond butter, almond milk, one teaspoon of vanilla extract, and a handful, no, not a handful, a couple of teaspoons of chia seed. It's fantastic. Granted, I'm still incredibly overweight, but it's delicious. (laughs) My favorite is like frozen bananas with like a tablespoon or two of peanut butter, some Nesquik chocolate, almond milk, and vanilla. Like a chocolate banana smoothie is so good. Yeah, I do. Some protein powder if I'm feeling like I worked out good enough or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, that's never an issue for me. But So, Megan, you just mentioned this is year number four for Joe on the team, for you guys in Cleveland. You guys have been through, and obviously you guys as, you know, the team, his first two years in Cleveland, 
were something of a misery. Yeah. I think, you know, the, the fans, we sit here and we think we're miserable, but, you know, I can't imagine actually being one of the players and just having to be frustrated, especially, you know, them being married to one of the players, probably pretty frustrated through all that. Yeah. I, I'm not going to assume the frustration. It was it. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, it was. What I'm getting, what, I, what okay. I'm trying to lead up to here is that after last season, you know, especially the second half, you know, when Baker took over, when Freddie took over, and then this offseason coming into this year, can you talk about just the total, what I'm assuming is just a complete shift in excitement? It seems like they're having fun. Like, just yes, chemistry. they're having so much more fun. And there's pure chemistry now. You can clearly see it just with – Honestly, at this point, if – I was told Joe this. I was like, if we were to – for some crazy reason, get traded this weekend, I would be pissed to miss this season. Like, I would be so mad just because <laughs> we've gone through all this together. Like, I feel like my heart breaks for, the honestly, the guys that, like, have left that have been here through the downfalls because they're not going to be able to experience all these great things that I can just feel coming, you know? Like, I would be pretty heartbroken if we left at this point before this season at least so can you talk about that because you brought that up a little bit ago you said this weekend is very stressful you guys have to get out of town you know you said you're refreshing twitter a lot is that you know there's real concern for is it more just to see what your friends are happening happening to your friends or i mean there was a real concern that joe would get traded or or cut obviously no no that we're we weren't really concerned about, but like our, my best friend is Erica DeVelf and they got cut yesterday. So on the way uh, we home didn't want to bring Bay, that up. We talked about that before the podcast. Cause we know that you guys were very close to or are very close to DeValve. So DeValve's are such great people. Um, we actually stopped by their house last night on the way home from Poon Bay to say bye. They're going to Jacksonville now. So hopefully they can, I'm sure they'll find success there. They're such good people. Um, Last half full, at least they're going to be in Florida. Yeah, they'll be Not nice Not the shores warm. of Lake Erie in the winter. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, Erica was my girl. Like, you know how it's always, like, good to go to an event if you're, like, kind of by yourself, like, with another person that you can count on? Like, she was my girl. We, we were just um, – all the wives got together last week for a dinner. Emily Mayfield like invited us all to dinner and it was really really awesome and when we were sitting there it was probably like 12 or 15 of us and we were kind of like going around kind of reintroducing ourselves like we all have to every year because it's always a whole different group of people and I'm sitting there and I'm like yeah we're going to our year four and and so is Erica but Erica the uh, Seth lived here for a year before Erica did so Erica only lived here for two years so I was sitting at the table the most experienced Clevelander at that table and we're still in our rookie contracts like that's that's kind of unheard of for a lot of teams <laughs> and so I feel like I'm the one that people are gonna go to and I, I still feel like I'm pretty new here at least to the NFL life you know great segue now because I was dying to ask you now that you're in your fourth year here what is your favorite you don't have to give your favorite. What are some of your favorite Cleveland spots to eat at or just go out to? That's a good question. We don't go downtown a whole lot. Um, if we do, we go to like Barrio or Mabel's. Around us, we like Samurai and uh, I don't know if that's a hibachi place. Raisin Cane's is like our favorite chicken tender place. <laughs> oh, yes. They're building a new yes. Culver's. They're building a new Culver's. Um, the Butter Burger. To us, and we love Culver's because that's a Wisconsin thing. So hopefully 
we can stay in Cleveland just for the fact that we have Culver's. <laughs> for those of you that don't know, Culver's is, in my opinion, one of the greatest chain restaurant burgers this world's ever known. The butter yes. burger is a game changer. It honestly got my life back on the right track in high school. I'm so glad that you said that because some people just don't understand. And actually, we introduced it to Valves. Um, they went, they visited us in Wisconsin when Joe threw a, threw a, I, I put together his football camp in Wisconsin. And they came up to support us at that, which was awesome. And we took them to Culver's and they're huge like food people because they're from out east and they have so much more like restaurants and food out there than Wisconsin does. So they like know their food and they were impressed by Culver's. So you guys need to go get your Culver's. Yes, I will. If Culver's, if any representative from Culver's is listening, we are open for advertisements and we will sell you guys hard. <laughs> us too. Um, the Showmerts would love to partner up with Culver's. So <laughs> Kyle's put that in. <laughs> you had mentioned the youth football camp. This is kind of a story. I'll try to keep this brief. But again, one of the reasons I love the Showbirds. A friend of mine, Brian Zabo, started a Cleveland sports apparel company recently uh, within the past year. And I asked him, hey, man, why haven't you made one for Joe Showbird? He said, honestly, every time I make a shirt for somebody, something happens to him and I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> I said, well, just do it and we'll see what happens. And he made one that said, show up. And I sent that to you. And so you said, cool. And the Showberts, you guys bought a bunch of those for the youth football camp, right? Yeah, we sold tons of those like through him, like in Waukesha. So now all these Waukesha people are repping that show up shirt. People in Cleveland like have been buying them too, which is awesome. It is the coolest awesome shirt. Hashtag show up. It's gonna be the coolest shirt he's ever gonna have. So I'm gonna, yeah. It's and it's really soft and just like very good quality. I'm so impressed. Look at this free ad. We're just giving you a boy right there. He went to camp with us. Did you know that? He came to training camp with us one day. Oh yeah, he I told me. Him and I'm, his daughter. They're so I'm, nice. I'm going to game one with him. We're gonna. Oh really? Hard. Oh yeah. We'll have to meet up. Uh, absolutely. And I was going to, we were hey, going to ask you, to you guys. Don't, don't, yeah, yeah, don't do about me here. Yeah, you can hey, show. Megan, can I confess something <laughs> real quick? Yeah. My, my first job was in logistics. We had a facility that we worked a lot with up in Waukesha for oh, really? two or three years. I said it, Waukesha. <laughs> That's what until, people still say around here. Until finally someone said, are you an idiot? I was like, what do you mean? They're like, it's Waukesha. Stop saying Waukesha. So to give you an idea of the caliber of person you're talking to right now on this podcast. I just wanted to get that off my chest and I feel <laughs> I've heard like Waukesha because of Kesha artists. And then I've heard like, like, um, there's just a lot of, um, Indian like names around Waukesha. Like there's a Kanawak and Muskego and Waukegan and all, all these crazy ones that are so hard, hard to pronounce. So like, I don't think anyone in Wisconsin should blame you for that. Thanks. When we go to the games, when a lot of our fans go to the games, we all have our own little rituals. And I, I certainly have superstitions. I get pretty – I get involved emotionally, physically, spiritually in the outcomes <laughs> of these games. You actually you, – you you have true skin in this game. What, what's your Sunday routine? My Sunday routine would be I'd sleep in <laughs> and I'd – Wait, I, so usually nine times out of ten, we'd have visitors for home games. So probably figure out breakfast with them, go somewhere, make it or something. Um, then, uh, you know, take my time getting ready, find a place 
to send our dog to for the day so he's not because it's a long day for him to be alone sometimes we don't come back till really late so the thing is is I get so nervous I get butterflies in my stomach from the moment I wake up to the moment I fall asleep that on Sundays I get so nervous and not even just like for Joe necessarily but for I don't even know just to watch those games there a lot of them have been so close the past few years and yeah it's I, I hope that they're not that close this year I hope we can just blow away some teams so I can <laughs> Not be so stressed out all the time. Last year, I prayed, Lord, I don't know what's going to happen this season, but please let us just blow out Cincy twice, and he delivered. That would be great. (laughs) That's actually something I wanted to ask, too, that you bring that up, that you get real nervous. When you're sitting in the – I guess, do all the wives sit in the same section, or is everyone all over the stadium? Everyone's all over. People that that aren't on the rookie deals have suites and stuff. We don't really spend that kind of money, so – Joe makes me sit out in the weather no matter what. Um, you guys are Wisconsin people, though. You can handle that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We can handle it. You mentioned not spending that kind of money, meaning there's a degree of fiscal responsibility. Do you guys here. know how much sweets are? Absolutely not. It can not. be 80 to 100K for a whole season. Oh, what? It is an investment, you guys. <laughs> well, speaking of that, in the spirit of uh, – being responsible adults in life. Uh, This podcast (laughs) is kind of step one for Kevin and I. We're trying to market ourselves to NFL players as life coaches slash fall guys. Now, to be clear, we know that Joe doesn't have a problem going out to the clubs and all that, but if there's anybody that you know that seems like they could get in trouble or at risk of a suspension, we Mm -hmm. will be their life coach coach slash fall guy. They're to, we're okay. there to order the Uber. We're there to drive them around. Um, <laughs> yeah, so anytime you see someone that, you know, a rookie coming in that you think, hey. Um, they might need a, co- a coach, a mentor. Yeah, someone that has a nice contract size too. We would prefer that as well. But, yeah, no, we're here to be <laughs> their fall guy, their life coaches, just to help guide them along. So Keep them in check at in the mind. clubs. Do you know what I'm doing right now? No, what's up? I'm watching Joe rock climb. So that's what he's doing in his off day. Don't let him get hurt. That's got a contract. No rock climbing allowed. Is he tethered? No, not. Is he tethered to something? They don't. You guys, they don't have rock. They don't have contracts like that. He's just bouldering. He's like five feet off the ground. He's fine. Is he, he just bouldering? He's Sylvester Stallone in cliffhangering. Does he have a rope on? <laughs> yeah, you can say that. All right, so you're not. No, so he's not wearing a rope. This is bad. No, that's not. You guys know what bouldering is? No. <laughs> oh, it's just like um, like a oh, climbing wall, but there's like huge mats underneath, so you kind of just fall like five feet off the ground. He oh. does it to strengthen his his grip strength and his, his forearms. Okay. I guess it's a big. It's a workout. He's gonna be tired, but this is what he wants to do in his off day. So I'm here. So sometimes I go with him, but I'm just watching because I get to talk to you guys. So <laughs> is he wearing his full pads and equipment right now and helmet? Totally, yeah. That's what, okay, yeah. Okay. That's what he gonna, does we're not in public all the time, actually. Okay, that's <laughs> I, I can respect yeah, my heart that. is racing. Yeah, my Sunday my scares star are going defensive the roof. players rock climbing right now. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> all right, Megan, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. Seriously, appreciate it. Megan does not know this yet to people listening, but she's going to be a recurring guest. We're going to con her yes. and bring back on at some point. I told Joe I was going to be on a podcast. I'm like, yeah, I have fans. They didn't even ask you. They asked me, so don't worry about it. And he was, he was like, whoa. He was like giving me a schooling lesson on 
on defense acting like you guys are going to ask me all these like scheming questions yeah, tell them to give us those lessons we don't know what the hell to ask <laughs> oh, did you had a 4-3 defense that is the yeah that's the what he taught me 4-3 defense the whole the whole nickel thing do you know what the nickel thing means it means that there's a fifth db i learned yeah. that like yeah. five like what are our listeners going to do with that information like ah yeah i don't know totally <laughs> i hope you don't so mind fun. when you talk football schemes with you because that's not what we do here so I'm totally um, down for either. Well, no, this was great. So thank you so much for coming on. Truly appreciate it. Best of luck to Joe. Best of luck to you this season. And go thank Browns. You. Uh, thank last, you. Last, so give her a plug. What's your uh, Twitter and Instagram handle? Megan underscore Schobert, Schobert's my Instagram. And I think my Twitter is Megan Schobert. My Twitter is kind of, I get a little too intense sometimes, but I'm known for it around the Browns. So everyone's always like, what are you going to tweet next, Megan? <laughs> <laughs> yes, everybody. <laughs> Follow Megan Schobert on Twitter, Instagram. It's enjoyable. She's great. <laughs> support the Schoberts. Support the Browns. Support. Oh, we appreciate it. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. Please go get Joe off that rock. Tell him we said hello. Best of luck. And thank you a thousand times again. I will. Thank you guys so much. Once again, thank you so much to Megan for coming on. That's it for episode five, El Cinco of the Dogs of War podcast. We are here. We have made it to week one of the NFL season. The Tennessee Titans await. I will be there. Raleigh will be there. Cannot wait to see everyone, all of you guys and gals in the Muni lot. Let's get it. Good night, Cleveland. Better next Sunday. Oh, yeah.